Off the ball. This beautiful country with so many incredible sports stars are going to open up the World Cup and just set an example for so many. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Gaelic football on Off the Ball. With AIB, proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. It's Championship Eve Eve. It's hard to believe. Yeah, if we're going to do Christmas Eve Eve for the 23rd of December, why not do Championship Eve Eve, Will, for what is essentially two days out from the start of the All-Ireland Senior Football Championship, which comes up with uh, a trio of Connacht football quarterfinals, the pick of which is going to be Mayo's meeting with Roscommon on Sunday and Gaelic football on off the ball is in partnership with AIB, proud sponsors of the football hurling and camogie All-Ireland Club Championships. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Looking ahead to this weekend's action, delighted to say we're joined on the line by former Roscommon goalkeeper Shane Curran. Shane, you're very welcome back to the show. Good evening, guys. How are you all? Good, good, good. good. Uh, it's it's uh, like we. This has become a kind of a, a boring trope now at this stage to say the shame, but it, it seems mental to try and switch gears and get from the league straight back into the championship this week, and particularly when you have what, to be fair to the teams on the other side of the draw, is a fairly lopsided uh, Connors football championship draw to have a Mayo Roscommon quarter final to lead into a semi with Galway. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, I think it's it's kind of you know, but I think. Um, as you alluded to there, the championship is coming on us very quickly after the league final last week. And I think it's something probably um, that will need a little bit of tinkering uh, after this season. Certainly that uh, the dates um, following league finals um, give give teams, uh, even after the league, give teams a little bit of a breathing space of, of three to maybe certainly certainly two, if not three weeks of, of, of a lead into the championship. I think... Um, I think this is something that that will need to be tweaked uh, going forward in this in this split season calendar now that we have, uh, and it may be, it may need to be elongated a little bit. But look, where we are where we are for this season, and uh, we have to deal with what we have to deal with, and uh, what's in front of you, and and um, prepare for that as new owners Scammon will be doing for for the weekend. Yeah, like Shane, it was suggested back last September that potentially the league finals could be taken out of the calendar. Maybe that would have produced a gap. Like as it works out, Mayo of that very quick turnaround, one week from a pretty bruising Division One league final against their neighbours Galway to then face Roscommon, will it affect Mayo adversely though coming into this weekend? Because sometimes when a team picks up a piece of silverware and they're in the midst of a good run of form like Mayo are in at the moment, maybe they'll just ride the high of that into this weekend. Yeah, it's hard to really know, Will, because it was in the past. And um, you know, the the differentiation between league football and championship football was like two different games. But now, as you you said, there you're going into a, um, a championship. Really, when teams probably like Mayo to a certain extent ourselves, uh, maybe Galway are a bit further behind. But certainly, the teams in Munster and Leinster and, and and Ulster are way further behind in their preparation in terms of championship football. And uh, it's probably is it's a little bit unbalanced in terms of particularly Mayo and Roscommon and Galway uh, over the next couple of weeks. They've had to prepare for this championship uh, probably back out in last last probably March. I'd say um, teams were looking at at uh, preparation for this particular game, um, Roscommon and Mayo in particular. There's two probably sides to it. I think at this stage now, managements will have known last January, last you know, last December, January, what they've needed to do, uh, how the teams needed to be prepared. And in Mio's case, um, you know, I, I, I look at Kevin probably in a way a bit, a bit like maybe a Pep Guardiola or, or a, a Mikel Arteta. He's got a he's got a very deep squad and that's capable of probably competing on two fronts, which is the Connacht Championship and the All Ireland Series. 
The same probably can't be said for ourselves um, in terms of longevity of the championship. And, uh, you know, we all have have, have really deep squad. Um, there are a lot of players that haven't played in the league, so they're, be, they're able to freshen, freshen things up. Where the smaller counties like ourselves uh, don't have that depth and um, particularly if we pick up injuries or that. And uh, the likes of me and I will be saying, look, every game from now on is almost a must-win game. Um, or certainly, uh, they're big games. So this weekend, certain, and if they win that, it's Galway. And if they win that, then it's a Connacht final. And then you're into the Champions League style last 16, where, where every game counts. And from that, you're into quarterfinals. So really and truly the, the margin for for error is is very very uh, small for the for 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 me all you know Shane from, from a Ross common perspective is there a reason to be optimistic are you, are you surprised at how quickly David Burke hit the ground running as manager there particularly counting in, in the fact that there's been a couple of retirements they've had injury issues to deal with as everyone does but as you mentioned there they don't necessarily have the same bandwidth to deal with injuries as other counties may have so it kind of makes their league performance all the more impressive <laughs> Now, the, the league performance was fantastic and, and I think really to be honest about it if you started off the beginning of the year and said to me that Roscommon retained Division 1 uh, and lose to me on the first round of the championship I'd have been relatively happy with that uh, and I think that's probably maybe how it could turn out um, I think retained Division 1 status is important and it, the manner in which we done it I think was, was quite good as well like we won we won our first three games we were competitive in three losses um, you know to to, to uh, Kerry um, and to Mio in particular the, the disappointing game was probably Monaghan but in a seven game league season you're always going to have one or two performances that aren't, aren't at the level that you expect and you know the Kerry game was pretty competitive down in Kerry they could have beaten Mio in the hide after a poor start and they finish off the season with a, with a, a confidence-boosting win given against an out-of-sorts Donegal. But it, it has allowed them um, a two-week window in which to prepare for Mayo uh, with no with no um, noise on the outside or no, no league final to look forward to. So that would have been a huge, huge uh, advantage to us. We need all the advantages we can get because we are severe underdogs going into, into Castlebar the weekend. And Davey and his management have managed the season very, very well so far. And look at the supporters. Um, you know, we wanted to go down to Mio the weekend uh, and win and beat Mio and all that uh, palaver that, that follows it. Um, the bottom line is, I think, for me, that the bigger part of the season is the second half of the season. Um, can we can we actually build on our league form by being competitive in the in the Champions League style format of the Championship? And can we get into an All Ireland quarter final? Because that has avoided us for for nearly twenty years. Or actually, is twenty years. And the Super Eights weren't good to us. We didn't win a game in the Super Eights over over the course of, of that particular particular element of Championship that we had, despite winning Connacht Championship. So. Um, I'm kind of twixt in between. I, I'm not that concerned about Sunday, whether we win or lose. I would like us to be competitive without a doubt. Um, I think it's important for confidence that we don't um, get beaten heavily. Um, I don't think that will happen. And with that, then the team can look forward maybe to getting a few injuries back, uh, having players a lot fresher for what is now the meat and drink of the championship, which is the last 16. What will they have learnt about themselves from those performances against Kerry and Mayo in particular? Because I don't want to take the wins for granted, but certainly I think they probably get a better measure of themselves from you know seeing how they performed against what will undoubtedly be, you'd imagine, two of the quarter finalists probably uh, towards the end of the season. 
I think, I think how they manage the games is going to be very important against the bigger teams. Um, well, Scotland have had a tendency against Kerry and in, in, against Mio in particular uh, to get blitzed in a very, very short space of time. You know, you, you concede seven, eight scores and you're chasing the game at this level against that level of opposition. It requires an awful lot of energy to get back into the game. So I think um, by having a front foot forward approach on Sunday um, and Roscommon, you know, have, have very good forwards. If we can get enough of ball into them, uh, take on what is a very good defence, admittedly, by Mio, uh, and get some scores on the board and keep it relatively competitive and tight to, to half time. Well, then things change a little bit. But if we allow... Um, to what happened in, in those league games against Kerry and Mayo in particular, where for 20 minutes of the first half, um, it looks like one team is a Division 1 team and the other one is, is poor Division 2 outfit. Um, that's not something that's sustainable at this level. And, and you know, with, with the injuries we have sustained, Tiger Rourke is, is out for the season. Ben O'Carroll is out for Sunday. Uh, there are a couple other uh, injury doubts with, with players as well in, in defence. Ulton um, Harney gone for the season. Ronan, Ronan Daly gone for the season. Unfortunately, as I said, we don't have the bandwidth to kind of replace those players. We'd like for like, we're relying on some of the younger players and Daryl Craig is also out for this for, for quite some time. So um, when we go to the bench, it's not necessarily as strong as it would be if, if all these guys were available. So it's very much, very important that we, we kind of put a front foot on it. And as I said, um, losing to Mio, there's no shame in that. I think it's how we, if we're going to be beaten, how we get beaten by them. And if we win, uh, how we how we kind of maintain ourselves then going forward. And, and that's that's another challenge uh, for the management and it's a challenge for the players. But to be fair, they've, they've risen to that in Division 1 and there's no reason maybe why they can't rise to it in, in, uh, in the Championship. Shane, can you tell us a bit about the rivalry here between the two counties? Look, it's fair to say over the last quarter century, Mayo have dominated this fixture in the championship, like 17 out of 20 wins over that period. A couple of points win against them uh, four years ago in the semi-final in Connacht, but um, generally Mayo have had the better of the fixture. I know, and I take your point entirely, both these teams are eventually going to go to the round-robin series of the competition because of their league position anyway. But how important is the rivalry between Roscommon and Mayo going into Sunday? Well, look, you know, the, the rivalry between the players is one thing, but the rivalry between the supporters is another thing, <laughs> particularly if you're in uh, West Roscommon and Balladrain or Castlery or places like that, you know, where we're very close to the border and uh, with Mayo. And look, at historically, um, the Mayo-Roscommon games kind of take on a life of their own for some reason. Uh, not so much really recall, but Mayo-Roscommon does. And uh, we've been fortunate enough to suppose turn them over once or twice, uh, famously in, in Castle Barron 2019 and uh, even more famously in 2001 but yeah they, they've enjoyed the, the better of it and, and look at when you look at the, the the size of the counties and the size of the playing personnel and, and the depth of resources that Mayo have I think uh, Mayo have, have 22 of a backroom we, we, we just are lucky enough to have 22 players maybe you know so that, that's the difference and um, you know the supporters will go down full of enthusiasm and full of energy uh, down to Castle Bar and we'll have a great uh, a great weekend down there no doubt um, and then the, the football is the football and, and the players themselves are know each other you know front to back and back to front uh, over the last five or six years to play each other obviously in league football and championship football and as you said Mio have come out um, on numerous occasions but you know Roscommon have that you know have that capability of rising to the occasion and um 
uh, pulling a rabbit from the hat. And, you know, the supporters once, you know, they get behind the team, uh, they can act as a, as a 16th man. And, um, you know, you know you'd, you'd be hoping that that would be the case on Sunday. Uh, if the team gives them the opportunity, the Roscommon supporters will get back, get, get back behind the team without a doubt. My worry is, Shane, is, uh, we keep mentioning that this is obviously uh, the, the quarterfinal of the Connacht Championship. Both teams are going to be in the group stage a little bit later on and that's going to be their main focus. There's almost an element of phony war about this, particularly when you see the proximity to the league final that Mayo have had. That, I don't want to say that this is a free hit for Roscommon or a free hit for Mayo, but it's almost as if we're kind of building this up into maybe something that it's not going to be, that this isn't the main event, uh, that it would have been perhaps under different formats going back a couple of years. Yeah, correct. And I think look at where the the the, the, the sands are changing or shifting. Um, and we're seeing that I think a move away from the importance of the provincial championship. I think John Fogarty alluded to it in, in a piece in the Irish Examiner last week that this really is the beginning of the change of the guard. Um, and and look at you know, there's many people will lament that. Um, and certainly, you know, it, it should be lamented. But at the same time, I think we have to move forward. And this is part of the process. Um, is it a little bit of a phony war? Uh, not for us, Tom. I think, you know, we, we mm. you know, we put a little bit of, uh, we still put a lot of measure on winning a kind of championship. Personally, I would like to see us doing better in an overall championship. Um, but one is, one is part of the other at the moment. I think for me all, um, the pressure is on them there's no doubt about that I mean pressure is on them because of now the expectation has, has grown again and um, they are the team outside of the top five or six that ha- should have the greatest hunger to go and win the All-Ireland there are many people's favourites to win the All-Ireland um, and you know to be honest about it, you know, I don't think there's too many people in Roscommon would begrudge them that All Ireland if and when they do they do go and win it. But but on Sunday it's gonna be all about the kind of championship and, and uh, we have to put it into the perspective and the context and it's in at the moment and indeed with the game on whatever merits it is. And uh, I'm sure that Mio uh, in their home home ground um will will be given it their, their full attention. From a Mayo perspective, what are they better off doing between now and the summer? Did they lean into that expectation or did they use it to their advantage and think that, you know, we have this wind behind us in terms of a league win, we've got a management structure that's clearly working now as well, uh, we're getting the best out of what should be our key players. Um, do they harness that or do they try and play that down to some degree and say, no, listen, the real action is going to be two, three months forward from here? It was very difficult. I think you know it's very difficult to kind of, I suppose, um, manage that in that in that type of way and say, well, okay, we'll we'll forget about this game and we look forward to the game in six weeks' time. Mm. I think now the, the expectation is, particularly on the top teams, um, they expect now to be able to perform firstly and foremostly every week. Uh, the depth of the squads afford them that opportunity. I think if you look at Mio's squad, Tommy Conroy, Jason Doherty, or McLaughlin, in particular Kevin McLaughlin, Pat O'Hora, those five or six in particular have played little or no league football for Mio. Um, so they can they can mix and match their squad a little bit better. They've blooded a lot of young players in the league. And I think for, for, for Mio now, it's about winning every single game and taking every single game on its merits and get back to practice and back to recovery on, on Monday morning and look forward to the next practice with the next game in mind. And that's kind of like the way the, the way the Premiership has gone. It's week after week. It's incessant now. You know, I think if they're to win the All-Ireland or any team, uh, it's nine games, between eight, nine and ten games to win an All-Ireland in 16 weeks. So you've got to be able to perform at the highest level 
very, very consistently. And your your off days, uh, if you have an off day, um, best not be on, on the days that, that, uh, that count. And I think there's probably only one or two of them uh, that you can afford between now and, and uh, the end of July. Call this one on Sunday, Shane. Sorry? Call this one for us. Who do you think is uh, going to prevail? Between Mayo and Roscommon. Look at yeah, look at you know, you know the, the usual the the the, the sound bite. My heart, my heart <laughs> says uh, my Roscommon, uh, and my head says Mayo. The reality of the, the situation is that I think if Roscommon can be competitive, um, I would be hugely happy. Um, the head says Mayo. I think all the all the evidence, all the all the um, pointers point towards the Mayo victory. The favourites tag is huge, but Roscommon have that that capability of, of of rising to the to the to the game on the day, and uh, we would hope that that would happen. Um, but all the pressure is on Mio Mio to perform and Mio to win. Shane Curran, thanks a million for joining us this evening. Enjoy the game. Pleasure. Thank you very much, lads. Look forward to that.